Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome into the Gramlich and McLean podcast presented by Ingalls, the official supermarket of Gramlich and McLean emergency pod <laughs> mac tell the people why we're releasing another episode why we're having an emergency pod oh i don't know if you want me to tell them the real reason or a pretend reason no, that i'm gonna make up right just here. <laughs> say we scheduled kind of accidentally but we scheduled two interviews this week and so we thought we you did. know what we thought maybe we'll say we'd save one for next week but then we thought yeah. no, no 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 the people we'll want the content up. now they need more they need more stuff. Yeah. Here's the deal, just to really peel back the curtain for everybody. So on sometimes the week before, it just depends, because you don't want to be a distraction saying, hey, next week, you know, these these you know people have a game to play, these staffs and players and all this stuff. But sometimes you get out in front of it a little bit. Then there's other times, most of the time, I'll shoot out a text uh, Saturday night or Sunday morning to various SIDs, football staff saying, hey, we would like to talk to so-and-so this week because we think your game's very important, very big, uh, and we'd love to have them come on on Wednesday. And so there are times where it's a little too up in the air, and it's like, oh, we got to check schedules. And I get it. Listen, we both, KG and I, have lived this life, and it is hard. There's a lot of different factors that go into this. But when I get an answer like that, I'm like, oh, gosh, what do we do? Because we have been burned before where you don't get the guests, and then you're like in limbo. You don't know what to do call up an emergency friend and say, hey, we need you to jump on. And they jump on. Or we do something else. Uh, so I thought that we were going to get close to that. And so we double booked. We doubled up. We got two guests. And instead of, like KG said, combining it into one or waiting, we're just giving the people what they That's want. Right. More football. More ACC football. Specifically, my Tigers, Kelly's Tigers, because we're back. We're back, baby. Let's do this. Uh, maybe not quite, but it's still fun back to talk to, about. So to, Back to bowling. Back to the future. Back to the future. And maybe, see that you know, weeks. we said this before Notre Dame game, that nine wins were still on the table for Clemson and still Absolutely. very much on the table for this team. Absolutely. Great year. Great season. So anyway, to, to celebrate that uh, in these two games that Clemson has been on the absolute tear, we have a friend, Tyler Brown. I've never spoken to him in person. I think I dapped him up at practice one time because I was like, oh, six, you look like you're going to be a good player. What's up, man? Uh, needless to say, he's Clemson's best wide receiver. Right now, so we're bringing him on the podcast. Very impressive young man. Uh, very thoughtful answers. KG, you bring this up at one point in the in the interview here. Absolutely loved it. So Ross Taylor, big shout out. Thank you uh, for making this happen. And of course, Tyler Brown, with your busy schedule, uh, making some time for us. I know how it is, brother. Freshman year, everybody's pulling on. You got to go a hundred different ways. Uh, and this dude's balling right now at a super high rate. So love this interview. Before we get to it, here's a quick message from our friends over at Ingles. Did you know Ingles only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Tyler Brown, touchdown Tyler Brown, that is. Excuse me. Let me introduce you the correct way. Uh, always great talking with you, man. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Eric, man. Glad to be here. 
It's it's going to be a, a fun conversation. I've been waiting on this one. I've kind of been waiting for you know my Tigers to get to uh, you know th- this game and next week. You know we're we're really excited about obviously as as Clemson Tigers and games we focus on. You know North Carolina, South Carolina. We really want to dominate that, but you know kind of want to start with you, man, because you're a true freshman. All of this is is brand new and crazy. What has it been like just to be a freshman and, and competing and obviously adding to this team very quickly? Uh, definitely a Definitely an adjustment, man. You know, at this level, definitely way different from high school. You know, speed is my speed is my skill, one of my best skills. You know, every everyone at the next level is pretty fast, if you ask me. So you you know, you really got to get down to the details and just really adjust to the program and just, which wasn't hard because it's the Clemson Clemson Tiger program is, as you know, is is one of the best out there. So you know, fit in very perfectly, and I I just glad to be in the place I am. Tyler, when you first got to Clemson and maybe going through your first fall camp, did you foresee this kind of role for yourself this season? Did you think maybe you'd take a little more of a secondary role? What did you expect going into your first year? Um, I wouldn't say I really had any expectations. You know, I, I stayed I stayed uh, deep in my prayer, you know, just praying for my opportunity. And God put that on my plate. And, you know, I took advantage of it as much as I can. You know, he, he got me places right now that um, – I, I didn't, might have not thought I would have been before the season, but you know, I'm here now, and I'm just glad to be there. Yeah, well, one thing that, that's interesting to me, Tyler, is when we were at preseason camp. You know, we did that show where we got to hang out with you guys for a couple of days and see it, and, and so I'm sitting there watching and, and seeing all my guys and excited to be home. I kept seeing number six show up, and, and I'm just like, who the heck is this guy? And uh, you know, what, what, what is he all about? Talk to a couple of coaches, they're like, oh, this guy's got it. He's got some speed. He's got a chance. So when, I guess, did, kind of to follow on KG's question a little bit, when did you know, like, hey, I, I, I can play. I can hang out or I can hang with with these guys and, and make some plays? Um, definitely in those definitely in those practices, man, you know, just uh, one-on-ones and team-on-team. Team team. I just felt like I matched up well against guys at the next level, and I just felt comfortable in my role. Like, I probably feel I probably feel the most comfortable I've ever played in my life just, just because how close I've gotten with God. I would say, and just how how far along he's brought me in my game, and just just to play freely. And right now, I'm I'm playing as free as ever. You are a local kid. You're from Greenville. I live in Greenville, by the way. Shout out. Uh, so, did you grow up a Clemson fan? Did you grow up wanting to go to Clemson? What did it feel like when you got that Clemson offer? Yeah, man. Uh, fresh out the womb, it was it was it was purple and orange. <laughs> so, I, I'm I'm die hard, man. I think my pops is more. I'm, my pops might have been more excited than me when he when he, uh, that one set that off on the table. Yeah, he was in there, man. I think I love. You might have shed a tear that day, man. Wow. But yeah. But yeah. Um, it was it was unbelievable. Uh, that one took me in his office, gave gave him one of his speeches, laid laid the offer on the table. It took it took everything in me not to commit right there. On the spot. I, I think it was only I think it was only because I was pretty speechless. But you know, very blessed. That's amazing. That's amazing. I know what that feeling's like, and especially a place that you grew up wanting to be a part of and, and now you are at such again a high level man it, it, it's a lot of fun to see and you know just your play is it's inspiring and it's fun to see you can see that passion uh that that it's more than just a game to you like it is a lifestyle and this is something that you know your family loves and you love all these different things um let's talk about the team a little bit right here because I do think obviously being a younger guy you have a unique perspective uh but but also being a, a fan we're all fans you know in, in some perspective too you, you kind of have a great you know, grasp on the history and, and what this program is used to doing, uh, especially 
since you've been six years old, as you like to remind me as, as we uh, got this thing going here. Um, take me into the locker room. Take me into the meeting rooms of Notre Dame week because it felt like something switched. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like there was either a different focus, a new focus, a sense of urgency. And not to say that you didn't start with that, but I think it was visible from outsiders that aren't in that program that something did change, and you guys are playing at obviously a high level right now. Right. So not the ideal start to the season that we wanted to have. And everyone everyone knows that. But, you know, we we sticking together in there, man. You know, Notre Dame week, Dabo comes in Monday. All right, we, we got we to gotta turn this up a notch. He challenges everyone, staff, staff, players. Just just do what you got to do, like handle business. Like we, we got we to gotta go back to the old Tigers, the old Tiger way. So great preparation that week. Great focus, great attention to detail. You know, on Saturday we went out there and handled business. I feel like we all needed that little push from from Coach Sweeney, which is what he's best at. He hasn't got to coach like this in a long time because <laughs> he's always winning. But you know, he brought out brought out brought out that uh, that hard love on us, and it uh, worked out for the best. So, so obviously it did work. And, and you guys, again, two games in a row, playing at a high level. Have you seen other guys maybe? take another step, and I'm not saying you have to call anybody out by name, but ha- have you seen maybe a refocus or just guys more in the film room or after practice, whatever it is? Because proof's in the pudding, right? If you do all that and then you still lose, it's like, well, you know, whatever. But but you didn't. You dominated, and you've dominated two games in a row now. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, the focus is there, man. Like, I wouldn't say the, the focus wasn't there at the beginning of the season. I would just say that we we could have done more. Like, we, we, we left a lot out there. Like, but – you know, our senior, we got a we got a great senior class, man, and th- and these boys these boys deserve to go out with a bang. So we're gonna do everything in our power to make sure make sure they win these last couple ones for sure. Well, let's talk about last week with Georgia Tech because that was a game where it felt like you guys really put it all together and just blew out a team that was coming in playing pretty good football, and specifically your catch, Tyler, and you know exactly what catch I'm talking about the the OBJ catch in the end zone from Cade Klubnick. I have two questions for you. Number one, t- take me through that catch. And then tell me about your relationship with Cade. Okay, for sure. Uh, actually, the play, I wasn't even designed to run a route that play. I was supposed, just supposed to uh, – So you know what's funny ball. about that? I just for some reason saw a blown-up view of it. You weren't even mm-hmm. – you were a dummy. I mean, you weren't even in the play. Mm-hmm. You were a, a distraction. Right. You weren't even in the play. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I just like – that's just kind of the chemistry that Cade have at this point. You know, I just – I see him. I see uh, Bo not open on the slant. So, you know, I, I see him – I see him um, – Rolling out the pocket, so I, I'm, I'm gonna run with him. I, I wanna, uh, I want him to feel comfortable just just finding me in, in situations like that. So I want to make him look good as much as I can, as much as he does me, like with, with the pass he throws. So you know, I I, I roll out with him. He, he I point up. He gives me a chance, and you know, rest <laughs> is history. Yeah, the rest is history. What were you thinking? Though? What were you thinking? Because I mean, that that's a tough Give catch. Me the ball. I mean, obviously. <laughs> You know, you're, you're looking at the ball, and there's a great shot of it where, you know, you see eyes, hands, feet, the whole deal. I mean, what are right. you thinking when that ball's in there? And you're like, I- I've got to, like, go up with one right here. Yeah, actually, I, I was – like, I I do remember, like, having the thought process before, like, okay, so the guy, the, the way he was the way he was on me, like, guarding me, I had to, like, kind of push him off. And um, I couldn't really get both hands on it. So I was like, all right, the only way I'm going to get this is with one hand. So I'm not gonna just not go for it. So threw the arm out, and I I, I work on uh, my hand eye coordination every day after practice with the tennis balls, man. I just it just all 
all felt perfect. It just went in my hand, just stuck to it like glue. <laughs> I, I actually didn't think I I might have I thought I might have got uh not got a foot in, but mm. watching the replay. It just felt so good just seeing all my girls go crazy on my side. <laughs> I bet. I bet so. Yeah, it was it was a heck of a play. Maybe the the play of the year so far offensively for Clemson, Tyler. And it feels like now you guys are rolling. You have the Notre Dame win, which Mac was talking about. I feel like that was a huge week for y'all. And then last week, maybe the most complete game. So going into North Carolina, going into South Carolina, I know since you grew up orange and purple, you understand what the South Carolina game means and the North Carolina game, actually. Clemson fans low-key hate North Carolina. It's kind of a thing. So what, how, what do you think you guys can do? What's, what's the mindset heading into these last two games? I mean, you know, uh, Coach Sweeney emphasizes, man, you, you, you don't have, we don't have to be superheroes, man. Just, just do what we do and uh, attention to detail, great preparation. I mean, I don't think we really have to do anything different from what we've been doing. I mean, we um, got the ball rolling a little bit, stick together in that in that locker room, and just execute, execute. That's going to be big for us the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, worry about yourself. I know that's one of his biggest things, and you know, don't let Clemson beat Clemson. That that was our biggest thing in, in 2015 when you know we made that run to the Natty. Uh, it, it was something that we paid a lot of attention to, and I'm sure that's similar deal here. Um, I want to go to the defense for a second here because. Those young boys were balling, and there, there are a lot of guys in your class, maybe a couple of in the class ahead of you, but still freshmen, uh, got their opportunity and shined. I mean, is this something that you've seen every day in practice? Like, you knew it was a matter of time, or are these guys just, you know, playing, you know, just kind of steal your word? They're like superheroes when they do get their opportunity. These these guys got it in them <laughs> since day one. These, this, this defense, man, boy, I tell you, that they – they they deserve they deserve more wins than we have right now. Like that defense right there, I feel like one of if not the best in the nation. That just our young guys on that defense alone are are amazing. Not to mention our our dominant defensive line. Like when I mean I feel like there's people that that get afraid of the bright lights and there's people that shine brighter. And that twenty three in that twenty three class last Saturday, man, they just played their played their butts off. Everyone on defense played. The whole team played their butts off, man. But that defense, they they always going to show up and show out. And just practicing it, practicing it against them day in and day out, that that really that really will uh, boost your confidence on Saturdays. I like how you said that twenty three class because you know you're a part of that, and and that class <laughs> is doing big things right now for Clemson. Right. 20, I, well, twenty seven. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you want to look at? Of course, of course, you're going to graduate college in 2027 because you are a child um, compared to Mac and I, which is, you know, it's always humbling. It's humbling, and we appreciate it. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about a guy who's a year older than you, in uh, Kay Klubnik, and your relationship with him. You, you talked about how you want to make him look good. You guys had kind of that chemistry on that catch. Where did that start for you with Cade, and, and where do you think that relationship can go? Um. Honestly, just before the season, man. When I, as soon as I got here, he's just uh, one one of a kind, one of a kind type of leader, man. He just he um he he loves winning. He loves winning, man. He's gonna put his heart out there day in day out, extra work. He just he just he just you you wanna you wanna get open for this guy. I would say, man. It's just his his love for the game, his love for his teammates. You you can't not love the guy, you know. And it's just it's just great to have someone like that. Uh, throwing you the ball. It makes things a lot easier when y'all are just connected on and off the field. What do you think his best attribute is as a quarterback? Let's see. Accuracy, you know, skill set. Yeah, I feel like he has one of a kind arm talent, man. He can he can put that ball in places that that I I'd never like 
in high school, I, I've had good quarterbacks, but you know, I've never had like that elite five star type of talent in uh, uh, in, my, in that backfield. So just seeing that first person is just amazing, and just being able to being able to catch passes from him, I'm just blessed to blessed to be in that situation. Yeah, there's certainly some throws where we're just sitting there like, geez, like mm-hmm. how how the heck did that guy make it? I mean, it, and it's it's gonna be fun to see him continue to grow like he has been. Uh, I want to go to your coaches for a second here before we get you out of here, Tyler. Um, with with Grish and, and Artavis, um, you know, and not knowing what he's limited to or not, but you know, your play reminds me a lot of Artavis, especially when he was a freshman. The plays he was able to make early, just what what do those two guys mean to you and and your development at Clemson? Man, brought they they've honestly brought me a long way. Grish and Artavis both, man, just just guided me, man. I would say, I would say Grish. I mean, he's one of the hardest hardest working people I know, man. He on that film day in and day out. He, and he loves his he loves his room, man. He loves his players, so that that makes you wanna that makes you wanna run through a wall for him. And Artavis, man, he, he knows what he's talking about as well, man. He's just that experience he has. They both have, and just being able to learn from both of them, just uh, pull out of their bags, put it into mine, and just is I'm in a great place, honestly, man. And just their experience, man. I want to go back on that. It's amazing to have that uh, leading you each and every day. Tyler, we love to hear it. You you've been fun to talk to. You've been you seem like a humble guy, and you understand kind of what you're doing, but you, you're not making too much of it with that kind of crazy catch and all that. Where does that come from? You talk about your dad and him, mm. you know, bleeding orange or purple. Where does that humility that I'm sensing come from? Uh, I give all credit to my parents, man. They they keep me level headed. Never let my highs get too high. Never let my lows get too low, man. Just you know, you gotta at the end of the day, that it's the day's gonna go on, so you gotta keep pushing. That's amazing. What do you want to do when you grow up? Last one for you. We'll get you out of here. When, when you're all said and done, you play 20 years in the league. What do you want to do, man? Because you're impressive as a young man just hearing you talk right here. I just want to give back, man. I just want to be able to just help others and just see others, give others the opportunity that I have. I, I mm-hmm. definitely want to be in the um, back in the football in the football area. So maybe a coaching job or I don't know. I'm, I'm not really sure about that, but definitely just be, being able to uh, have an impact on on lives for sure. Yeah. Well, you, you got some time. Know, yeah. I think yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. be playing. You you're going to be playing for a little bit. You're in school for a little bit. Uh, Tyler, this was so much fun, man. Great talking to you. Great meeting you. And I uh, appreciate your time today. I appreciate y'all for having me. Thank y'all. Thanks again to Tyler Brown for joining us. And truly, his schedule was so packed, Mac. It was like he had to find 30 minutes, and that was the only 30 minutes of his day. So the fact that he gave it to us was really, really nice. And cool that he grew up a Clemson fan. He said he came out of the womb, bleeding orange and purple when he got that offer. Why why didn't he commit right away? You know, I feel like so many people don't want to commit on the spot. You kind of are playing hard to get. But if you know, if you know, you know. That's what they say. You know, you know. When you know, you know. How what would what was your commitment story quickly? So Angie? it's funny because I wanted to commit on the spot, but I wanted to, I was like, I'm gonna wait because I'm gonna be cool, <laughs> right? And then I was driving, my mom and I were driving back to the Atlanta airport. And, I, and then I called my coach and was like, I want to commit. So I don't know why. Why I should have just done it in person. Yeah. It's so silly. What about That's you? That's awesome. We uh same. I, I was ready right then and there, but it was weird because I had decommitted, uh, you know, from Tennessee. And so oh, I didn't yeah, want to just right. leap. I know, you know, you know, dating other people. You were truly playing hard to get. Someone else. I was playing a little hard to get. That's okay. 
Um, but I knew, I knew like this was it. And so we drove down, I think it was like a week later. Um, I don't even remember what they had going. Maybe it was a spring game, something. We drove right back down and committed on the spot, broke into a staff meeting. C- coach came out. I said, I'm all in. He's doing backflips, excited. And I don't know why I was so excited, uh, but he was. And uh, I was too. It was cool. So that was a fun day. TB, you should have just did it, big dog. You could have set a precedent <laughs> there for everybody. That's okay. It's okay, though. He he came, that's right. and that's what matters. And, Mac, he is Clemson's best wide receiver right now. I think that's fair to say. And it seems like he does have a really good connection with Kate Klubnick. This game, Clemson versus number 20 North Carolina, 3.30 p.m. on Saturday. Clemson's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. It's so funny when you look at this game just out of context, if you will. You've got a ranked eight-and-two North Carolina, an unranked six-and-four Clemson, and Clemson's favored by almost a touchdown. I think a lot of that has to do with how Clemson's been playing. They are ascending, that's for sure, and the Death Valley factor. It reminds me of two years ago when Clemson hosted, I believe, a top-20 Wake Forest Mm. and beat them. But Wake still went on to win the Atlantic because of the overall season, and Clemson kind of dominated that game. It, it reminds me a little bit of that, Mac. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great comparison, especially when you look at how and why and all those different things. Um, kind of looking at, at the Tiger side first and, and them ascending, like you said, that was fun for, to hear from Tyler. Uh, you know, uh, kind of inside the locker room a little bit. Now, he didn't tell us a bunch of details, nor what I wanted him to. Um, but just to kind of – Hear about Coach Sweeney. And, and listen, I talked to, to Don Munson earlier on radio uh, on, on SiriusXM, and he said, hey, we've had salty Dabo Sweeney the last couple of weeks, and uh, that's his best version when he gets to just get in there, nitty-gritty, doesn't care about feelings. He's coaching, and he's coaching hard because of how competitive he is. I mean, he, he is fierce in everything that he does when, once to a certain point. And, and, you know, I think there's a little bit, you know, about that with success and all these different things. And maybe you feel like you don't have to wake up and cuss somebody out. Not that he cusses at people. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it was it was do or die time. And, and, you know, coach felt like, hey, I've got to set the tone walking into this building and, and let everybody know, change everything, what you're doing, because it's not working. Um, you know, because we got to get back on track. Too talented, too good of people, too successful of a program, you know, to fall by the wayside and just let this season go away. So you're seeing them fight. Uh, and Don also said that, you know, Coach Sweeney kind of laid it out there that this is this is like a playoff stretch. You know, next year when it's a 12-game or a 12-team playoff, there's the potential to play four games, that you have to play four games. Let's make that November. Let's find out what kind of team we are, go on this type of run and see what we can do. And, you know, we're in the midst of seeing the two best game stretch from Clemson all year by far and, and ascending, like you said. So can they continue to challenge that? Obviously, a very good offense coming to town. I thought Georgia Tech's was as well, but you know this one is is you know led by I think the number one pick in the NFL draft coming up in Drake May and the things that he is able to do, silky smooth. I mean, every pass that he can make uh, on the football field is effortless. Uh, his movement in the pocket is so subtle, but then it's the creativity that that's the part that I think people are most wary of, most uh, afraid of. Is KG? You might have two or three people on him, bringing him down. And right before that knee hits, boom, balls out and touchdown. You're just like, what? That was a sack. Any other quarterback, Sometimes he's with down. the left hand. With the left. He just looks at it and stares at it and says, yeah, I'm like that. I'm like that. Uh, and, and so that that's worrisome. Um, you know, you've seen this great defensive line from Clemson. I, I think being a, a little bit undervalued, KG, just from a, a production standpoint, because they don't have 
you know, the gaudy sacks or stat numbers uh, there, but they've been very effective, shutting down the run, being stout up front. I think these last two games, we see them even take another step, uh, maybe particularly at the defensive end position. Um, and then you've got a couple of linebackers, maybe Barrett Carter's back, maybe not. Uh, but having him, Wade Woodaz and, and Jeremiah Trotter, who's Trotter's playing out of his mind right now. I mean, this guy, kind of similar to last year, he really started to ascend towards the end of the season. I would say since about halftime, he looks like the best linebacker in the country. And just the way he reads, how smart he is, how aggressive, you know, his pursuit and angles. So I can't wait to see that matchup. You're talking about great on great, uh, not just good on good with electricity. I didn't even mention Amarian Hampton yet or these great wide receivers for UNC, but they're loaded in every form or fashion. And why I think it might be a little bit different from, from the total you know, domination that we did see from a very similar Clemson team as last year in the ACC championship right. is UNC can run the ball. It's not just that one-dimensional offense that we saw so handcuffed at the end of the year, that four-game losing stretch. They've got balance. They can do whatever they want there. So you can't just drop eight and say, Drake, figure it out, you know, try to find these windows because they will run the ball all over you if that's what you do. So I can't wait, KG, to see that chess match. Clemson defense, UNC offense. Omar and Hampton, to me, is an X factor because they can run the ball this year, Mac. I, I stand by this defense being better than last year. They looked like it surely in the first couple of months, yeah. not as much in the last few weeks, but I do think they are better. The matchup that I'm super interested in are these young Clemson DBs because of injuries. They're playing yeah. all these young guys, <laughs> and they've shown out. But these young DBs against Drake May and these really talented wide receivers, when you look at Tez Walker, uh, Nesbitt has been playing great at tight end for North Carolina. So that matchup for me is huge. And then UNC has struggled. Bless you, though. It's my baby. He's down there. Um, <laughs> UNC has struggled to slow down the run recently. They've played some really good running teams, Duke, of course, Georgia Tech. But Clemson's going to try to run the ball. And with Moffa and Shipley both there, both healthy, that's going to be a tough task, I think, for UNC. If, if Clemson can run it like they want to, mm. I'm not sure there's a way UNC wins this game if Clemson does that. Right. And, and just to quickly go back to that defense and, and looking at, you know, Avian Terrell potentially starting against Tez Walker. Okay, get, get ready. You know, big dog, you, you, you better get ready and understand leverage and, you know, have that mentality of, hey, even if he makes a big play, I have to keep going. I, I cannot slow down. I cannot think about you know what just happened because Tez is too good and Drake is too good. As we see, baby Jacob, hey cutie pie, he can't hear me because he doesn't have headphones in, but he's a stud. I need to calm him dog. down a little bit. He wanted to talk some Clemson. North he looks Carolina, great. So. Listen, I get excited too. If Amelia was in here, she would want to talk. But so so that I'm looking forward to that matchup and just seeing you know how quickly does he grow up, uh, and then on the Clemson offensive side. Continuing to see growth from Cade Klubnik. Obviously, when you look at last year, he outdueled Drake May in this head-to-head uh, with, with a touchdown and very efficient. I think he had three incompletions, was like 24-27, something of that nature. Drake, zero touchdowns, two picks. Um, not sure if we'll see that again. But, uh, you know, Cade continuing to get more comfortable, get the ball to his great playmakers. And then, as you said, that running attack, Clemson's offensive line since the Notre Dame game or starting with the no- Notre Dame game, plugging those two new guards in that have been on fire. Great to see that offensive line playing much better and the running attack between Maffa and Shipley. I, I think that it was close to perfect. I might maybe wanted a little bit more here and there, different you know, skill set-wise from Shipley and, and Maffa in last game. 
But that was a great snapshot of what I thought all season would be from those two, how they were used, different things that they were used. Uh, so I think Clemson continues to build on that and you know has some real momentum uh, going in this game, KG. Mac, I am with you 100%. He's strong. He's figuring it out. I think it might be time to go. He is trying to grab all the equipment. I'm so sorry, everybody. If you think this is unprofessional, um, it probably is. No, this is is elite parenting. This is podcast parenting. (laughs) Jacob, do you have anything you want to say? Take that pass. Yeah, let's see. Can you you say anything to us, Jacob? Um, He might say some goo-goos and (laughs) some, where's my milk? That's going to be Jacob. (laughs) He is a Clemson well, fan, so. Big Clemson fan. Been to a Clemson yeah. game early, he early has, in his life. He he, he's born into it. A lot like Tyler Brown. Uh, anyway, big shout out again to Tyler. Thank you so much for your time. Ross Taylor for making it happen. Uh, big week, four-episode week. Uh, if you missed Ashton Gelati in Louisville, we discussed that yesterday on Wednesday. Obviously, they have a massive game going to Miami. And Kelly, since we've last spoke, that game has moved again. And now Miami are the favorites We'll see. I still have no clue what I'm doing in that game. We'll talk about it tomorrow on Friday. We're going to break all these games down, even these two that we've already talked about, just a little bit more, get you guys ready for the great weekend. And then next week, it's rivalry week. It's also Thanksgiving. So shout out to everybody. Hope you have a stress-free holiday. Oh, yeah. Uh, get some we'll good turkey. We'll have one more episode before Thanksgiving. That's so right. Maybe. Can, or no, we'll have, we'll have two, a few more. We'll have two more. I can't do it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Anyway, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we need your help. Go over to YouTube. Subscribe. Jump on the channel. Have some fun. You get to see baby Jacob. You don't get to do that anywhere else but here on YouTube. So check that out. And, of course, the OGs over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, rate, review, subscribe there as well. We would greatly appreciate that. But until next time, we'll see y'all.